This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to Pick a Tale. I am with Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM. My name is Leslie Dowding, and I'm a storyteller. I enjoy telling stories in schools, libraries, parks, outside, inside. I have many stories to share. Some are my own tales and some are from around the world. I hope to bring your world into the world of story. Wherever you are, may you enjoy every Wednesday, 8am. Welcome to Pick a Tale. Well, we've got some exciting stories, but there's so much happening. I can see already Christmas parades are out and about. But there's also been some other things, like AMP shows, where people have been taking their lambs and their sheep and horses all to be looked at and judged. But always there's lots of fun and merry-go-rounds, isn't there? So I hope everyone's been able to get out and about and see some things. Now, a while ago, we were looking at stories from overseas and we were looking at stories that became very popular in places like Poland. And this story today is about the legends of the pigeons of Krakow Marketplace. Now, we don't have many marketplaces but it's an area where people can go with their stores and sell things. And you'll see a lot of those around Christmas time. This is a really old story. Once upon a time, a long time ago, in a place called Krakow, there was a king. And he had lots and lots of things he had to do to look after all the people. He would always go out and about and ask what are you doing today? And the place that he went to the most was the marketplace. Now, in those days, there were people that sold fruit and vegetables. They had chickens, rabbits, oh my goodness, and even pigeons. Now, you might think that's very strange to have pigeons for sale. But a long time ago, people trained pigeons to go from one house to another and they would write little messages and put them around their feet and they would send the pigeon away. It would arrive and then the pigeon, leaving its message with the person receiving it, would then fly all the way back with another one. Now these pigeons were very, very clever and very, very smart but they had to be fed well and they had to have a lot of water. Well, one day when the king was out in the marketplace, there was a pigeon that he had not seen the like of before. It had very interesting colours. In fact, most of it was white with just little dots over it. The king liked the idea of having a white pigeon rather than a grey one. It was a bit dull. So he told his servant to go and buy him the white pigeon. 
the white pigeon was so excited to be part of the king's palace. It went home in a gold gilded cage. That means it wasn't old and funny wire. It was all made out of gold. Now, at the bottom of the cage, there were some rather nice pebbles and a little pot where he could eat. And off he went in the king's carriage. Now, when he arrived, instead of being put out into an old shed, oh no, he was right up high in a big, beautiful tower. And the pigeon could look out. And he looked out, and he looked out. But one day, not very far from the time he had arrived, the pigeon realised that he was still in the cage. Now the pigeon, he was told when he first became a messenger that he would go off on beautiful trips and fly over the land. He could not understand why he was still in the cage. A servant was appointed to go and give him water and food. And the pigeon tried to explain to the servant, but of course the servant didn't understand pigeon words. Then one day, the pigeon noticed something different about the servant. And on this day, not only did he open the door to put some water and food in, but he put something else amongst the pebbles. Now, while the cage door was open, the pigeon was trying to get out, but the servant pushed him back in. And then the servant heard a voice. It was the king. I'm coming to see my pigeon. The servant forgot to lock the cage and he just quickly shut the door and stood by the side. My pigeon is looking beautiful. I can see you have been feeding him really well. I am very proud of you. I will give you some extra coins for your trouble, said the king to the servant. The servant bowed his head and left. And the king put his fingers towards the pigeon, who tried to say, I don't like being in a cage all the time. I'd much rather be out flying. But the king just nodded and went away. And it was then that the pigeon realised that the door of the cage was not shut too tightly. So he pecked and he pecked and he pecked until whoosh, the cage door flung open. <gasps> the pigeon was so excited. He flew out. He was a little bit stiff. He flew round and round inside the turret and then he came to an open window and he looked out to the most beautiful land that he had ever seen. Well, the pigeon decided he would go for a quick little fly and be back before anyone knew. So he took off and he flew far away from the castle, over the river and out towards farmland. And there he looked down and there was a wee little boy just looking up at the same time that the pigeon flew over. <gasps> the boy had never seen a white speckled pigeon before and he ran inside to tell his father. Now the father was a very clever farmer and he knew a lot about pigeons. So he quickly put some food out and the pigeon spotted it and flew down. And before he knew it, he was in a cage. Oh my.
The boy was so excited, and so was the farmer. But the pigeon was very unhappy. It was a dull, horrible cage, not like the gold one. And how was he going to get back to the king? And was he going to be in trouble? And what about the servant? And the poor pigeon was in such a state, it flapped and flapped its wings. But the next day, the farmer put him on a cart, and you'll never guess, he went all the way back, yes, to the marketplace. And when he arrived at the marketplace, he put the white pigeon right by the others. But everybody admired it because it was white. No one had seen such a thing before. And you'll never guess, well, maybe you have already, there was a of the trumpets and the king arrived on his usual market day. And he looked this way and he looked that way and he saw a white pigeon. Oh my, he said, another white pigeon? I must get that and take it home to my pigeon. And he paid the farmer an enormous amount of money. The pigeon didn't know what to do or what to say. He was in the carriage again and he saw the servant and the servant saw him. Oh my, oh my, what were they going to do? They knew they might both be in trouble. But the king was rather tired after the marketplace and told the servant just to take the pigeon back up and put him next to the other pigeon. Now when the servant got to the tower and there was the gold cage and the door was open, the servant was in a panic because the servant had been taking money and putting it in the bottom of the cage. Quickly, he put the white pigeon back in the cage and secured the door. Mm, He was going to have a big problem on his hands. He hurried back down and went to the marketplace, and he searched and he searched and he searched, but he couldn't find another white pigeon. And then, just as he was feeling so sad, he looked up and there was a man painting his house with whitewash. The servant had an idea. He went and bought quite a dull but not too bad a looking pigeon and he asked the man if he could just splash a little bit of paint here and there on the pigeon. The man thought that was very odd and said well it might not do his feathers any good but he did it anyway. Hurriedly the servant went all the way back to the castle, found another gold cage, popped the painted pigeon in it sighed with relief and went to bed. And in the morning, when the king arrived to see his two pigeons, he was more than happy and gave the servant even more money. And the servant didn't let him know he'd actually been taking more than he was due. Well, the two pigeons looked at each other and were quite happy to have some company. And you might think that's the end of the story. Well, it isn't. Because it was a feast day and the king wanted to show off his pigeons. Both cages came down and both of the pigeons were put on a very high pedestal. And everybody cheered and clapped and said how clever the king was to have two white pigeons. But never guess what happened. Yes, thunder, lightning and rain. And the rain washed all the paint from the 
boring old pigeon. The king was in shock. The servant ran away. And the white pigeon cuckooed to the other pigeon. And both doors were open and they were set free. Because the king decided it was far too much trouble to have a white pigeon anyway. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tail today. Welcome to Pickertail. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there was a cheeky little rabbit that was just about to hit the beautiful garden of, no, not Mr. McGregor, because he was a long time ago. This cheeky little rabbit was going to go to Mrs. Brown's garden because he noticed, as you will have noticed, it was strawberry time. Now, not many people know that rabbits rather like strawberries. So, cheeky little rabbit waited for Mrs. Brown to go inside and he hopped and he skipped and he jumped into the strawberry patch. My, were those strawberries looking good. They were big and red and rosy and they looked really juicy, just like you could imagine. And just as he was about to take his first bite of the strawberry, he heard a terrible noise. Quack, 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 quack. And he looked up and he couldn't believe his eyes. But there was Mr. Blackbird. And Mr. Blackbird started fluffing his feathers. These strawberries are mine, Mr. Rabbit. You'll have to go and find your own. I always eat Mrs. Brown's strawberries. Quack, 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 quack. And he made a terrible noise. And poor Mr. Rabbit, he, he was frightened. And he ran off. And he hid under a large cabbage leaf. He was very disappointed. And he watched Mr. Blackbird starting to peck away at those strawberries. When luck would have it, Mrs. Brown came out with her giant gumboots on. Shoo, shoo, you naughty Blackbird, she said. And she huffed and she puffed and the blackbird took off. Oh, look at that. He's eaten my best strawberries. Well, in fact, he hasn't eaten them. He's, he's just made holes in them. What am I going to do? I can't take those to the market. I can't put those on my table. Oh, she was so cross she went inside. Well, Cheeky little rabbit was very happy. He didn't mind a strawberry with a hole in it. He didn't mind a strawberry with just a little bit of a dent. So he went up and when no one was looking, looking this way and that, he nibbled and nibbled and nibbled right to the stalk on all the strawberries that the blackbird had eaten. And then he heard the door open and he knew Mrs. Brown was coming. So he thought he'd better not hang around. So he hopped all the way back to his own garden and went to sleep in his cage. But then he was woken by a terrible noise. That naughty blackbird, he's come back again and he's eaten all of my strawberries. I'm going to have to do something now. So Mrs. Brown went inside 
and about three hours later, she came out with a giant scarecrow. Now, that will sort him out. And the scarecrow looked just like Mrs. Brown, with a big hat, white hair, which she'd made from a sheep's fleece, and her old gardening coat, and her baggy pants, and her big gum boots, and she had stuck large mittens on the ends of her fingers. Obviously, she didn't have enough straw to pad herself out with, so she'd padded herself out with other stuff, the rabbit thought. Well, she's not going to frighten me, said the rabbit. And that night, rabbit waited for a full moon, hopped along, had a nice little strawberry supper, went back. But the next day, when the moon went down and the sun came up and Mr. Blackbird flew down, he saw Mrs. Brown in the garden and he took off and was never seen again. So cheeky rabbit was very, very happy. So when you eat a strawberry, you think about Mr. Rabbit. And maybe one day you could make a scarecrow too. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tale. Look forward to you tuning in next week and listen to the next exciting stories from Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Check out the website and the podcasts in case you were too busy to sit down and listen this time. You can choose your own time. Thank you from Leslie Dowden. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.